I'm gonna talk to you about how a breakup literally changed my life forever. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Brian Mark and I help personal trainers grow successful online businesses. So back in 2014, when I was working in Jameson's Irish pub, I was dating a girl and we made the decision that together we were gonna start dating and then we were gonna move to Australia together. And at the time I was running my online coaching business. I had Aesthetic Nation and me and her were dating and we were working at this Irish pub together. And uh, it was like the perfect relationship for that time in my life. You know, we work at the bar together and then we go to the gym after work and then we go home and we relax and we had these plans of moving to Australia. As we started to progress in our relationship and I started to get more passionate about fitness competing and building my business and I started to get a few clients in Canada, I started to realize that if I went to Australia, that would mean that I would have to start my business all over. And even though it was online at the time, I had this feeling inside of my body that if I left Canada and I went to Australia, that it would actually be, it would hurt my business. And so I made the decision that I was going to stay in Canada and I made the decision that I couldn't go to Australia. So one night we were laying in bed and this is something I'd been thinking about for two weeks and I just finally looked at her and I was like, I don't wanna go to Australia. And she was like, what? I just don't think it's for me. Like my family's here, like my business is here. Like I don't wanna go. And at this time she had already made the decision that she was gonna go to Australia. Like she had some family in Australia and I basically made the decision that I was gonna stay here. And so it was rough. So for the next two months, we still lived together and we decided that we were gonna try long distance. So I told her that in, end of October, she ended up going to Australia at the start of December. And from December until March, we ended up doing long distance and it was absolutely horrible. Would not recommend long distance to anybody listening. And finally, there was one day where we were bickering back and forth over text. She's in Australia, I'm in Canada, time zones are different, communication's hard. And finally we get on a FaceTime and she's like, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't do this anymore. Like I can't do this. So we hung up the phone. I remember I actually booked a flight to go to Australia, to see her, to show her, I'm like, I'm coming. Like, I like want to see you, like I'm coming. So, you know, I'd never been to Australia. I'd never been on a plane. So I just like told her, I was like, I'm coming. Like, I'm like, I'm coming to Australia. Like I'm going. And so I booked the trip. And as I started to head toward Australia, it's, uh, I just trying to get a hold of her and she wouldn't answer me. And I'm like literally on the way to Australia to meet this girl. I have no other reason to go there other than to like get my, this relationship back and figure it out. And I literally booked it one way because I, in my heart, I was like, I'm making the commitment that I'm going to make this work. Like I'm going to find a way to make this happen. So I booked it one way, go to Australia. I arrive in the city that she's in, send her a text. She doesn't respond. Send her a message on Facebook. She doesn't respond. Send her an email. She doesn't respond. And after being in that airport for 24 hours, I realized I was like, she's not going to she's not gonna meet up with me. That was really hard, uh, obviously super heartbreaking. And so I like sitting with my feelings and getting it out in the airport. I, I started to ask myself, I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm like, I can either go home right now. I'm still in the airport. I can either go home or I can try to find a way to make the most of the situation. And so I was like, I'm already in Sydney. I'm like, I don't wanna be in Sydney because that's where she is. So I'm like, I'm, I had some friends that, you know, had moved to Australia previously. So I messaged some of my friends and moved to Australia. And, one of my friends, Christina, was like, dude, like, come over, like, 100%. Me and her used to bartend together. She's like, yeah, come, like, you can stay at my house for a couple of days. We'll hang out, we'll whatever. So went to see Christina on the Gold Coast. And on that trip, I literally did everything for the first time. I remember it was my first time ever on a plane, and I ended up going to Australia. And then while I was there, I was like, well, I'm like, I'm in Australia. So, and I did that for the first time. So I may as well do something else for the first time. So I literally, I booked a skydiving trip when I was on the Gold Coast. I did skydiving over the Gold Coast. There was one night in particular where I was still figuring out, like, what I wanted to do. And so I ended up booking a flight to Bali because I'd never been to Bali before. I'm like, well, 
I'm in Australia, Bali's really close. May as well go to Bali for the first time. And so I booked a flight to Bali and this is this is where it gets funny. So the night before I'm supposed to go out to Bali, me and Christina, we ended up going out to the bar and we got absolutely obliterated. Like I'm talking like wasted beyond our wildest dreams. And I was still processing the breakup with Brittany. Like I was still like dealing with the fact that this girl wasn't willing to see me. So I'm in this bar in Australia and I'm just getting absolutely obliterated. And then I look at Christina and I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna stay in Australia. Like I'm just gonna stay here. She's like, you should. You should stay here. That's a great idea. I'm like, I know. I'm like, we're both wasted coming up with this master plan of staying. I had $3,500 in the bank at the time. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm fucking staying. I'm like, screw it. I'm like, I'm staying. I'm going to get a work visa. It's going to be great. I'm like, I can stay with you. She's like, you can stay with me. I'm like, let's do it. Well, I made the decision I was going to stay in Australia. And I also went out to the casino and I took out $3,000. I had $3,500 in my bank, took out $3,000. And I started putting $1,000 in black and red. And I won a couple of times and then I lost all of it. And so I <laughs> I left the bar at 3.30 in the morning and went back to Christina's apartment. And me and her ended up splitting up when I went to the casino. And when we ended up getting back together, we were at our apartment. My flight had was set to leave at 7 a.m. It was 3.30 in the morning. And I remember when she got back there and she looked at me and I looked at her, she's like, you can't stay here. And I'm like, why the fuck am I trying to stay here? I'm like, she's like, you need to go to Bali. I'm like, I need to go to Bali. And so I was like, shit. So I'm like, I run upstairs. I like pack all my shit. I'm like, fucking call in the cab, get in the cab, get to the airport, barely make the flight. I'm still fucking hammered at this point, by the way. Get on the flight, go to Bali, end up like, I've never been to Bali before, so getting to Bali was a fucking culture shock in itself. I walk off the airplane and I'm like, I'm in this third world country and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm so hungover. I'm like, I have no cash in my bank. Like, all these people are just like holding up signs and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck to trust. Like, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. So I literally walk up to somebody random and I'm like, can you like take me here? Like the Airbnb? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get in the taxi, takes me to the Airbnb. It was dark out, so I couldn't see anything in Bali. And then I just pass it. Okay. So I wake up the next day and I am in this like third world country that's like literally like in the middle of like, I'm like in the middle of nowhere. Like the Airbnb that I got, like I didn't know what Bali was supposed to be like. So I literally got a place in Sanur, which is like so far away from anything touristy. And so I wake up and I was still kind of like incoherent because I was hungover when I got there. So I wake up and I was like, where the fuck am I? I like wake up and I look around and I'm like sweating my ass off because it's Bali and there's no AC. And I got like a $10 Airbnb because I was broke. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Like, and then I like remember getting up and going for a walk. And I remember like walking through the streets of Bali and there being like broken cement and shit. And I remember seeing a dog that had like one leg missing and there was like a cat that had half of its hair missing. And I remember walking past a market and literally watching in front of me, it was like a Balinese person just chopping a chicken's head off. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where am I? There's like scooters speeding by, like people driving on the wrong side of the roads. Like the roads like had massive potholes in it. I was like, what is happening? But I, I went for a walk for like two hours because I was so interested. And that was a really cool, that was a really cool moment for me. And that trip, when I finally realized that I had $500 left in my bank and I had three weeks left to stay in Bali, I remember calling my, you know, some of my friends back home and being like, can you loan me some cash? Like I'm in Bali, I have no cash. And like, no, call my family. Can you loan me some cash? No. And you know, I ended up getting my bank account locked and I couldn't get access to any of my $500 and I had no cash on me. So I had to figure out how to get my bank unlocked while in the middle of a third world country while having no money while being alone. It was like, it was literally the most uncomfortable experience of my entire life. And it was so far outside of my comfort zone. And it was like so scary, but it just taught me that like I can figure anything out. And having $500 in the middle of a third world country with three weeks left to stay, that is what made me start going all in on my online coaching business because 
I didn't have any other option other than to make money. And at the time, like I was doing fitness competitions, I was jacked so I could use that to my advantage. So I started posting my workout videos, posting my recipes, posted the six week challenge, $500 for a six week challenge. There was like a big prize pack giveaway. I ended up selling 10 people into it. I made $5,000 and that was the $5,000 that got me through the Bali trip. That was also the $5,000 that made me realize that I'm never gonna work for anybody ever again. You know, when I came back to Canada, I remember being like, the reason that, you know, I told Brittany that I wanted to stay in Canada is so that I wanted to build this business. And this might sound toxic and I don't really give a fuck because this is my YouTube and I'll do whatever I want. But I literally made the decision. I was like, I'm gonna make sure that I'm so fucking successful that she never forgets me. Like, I'm gonna make sure that like one day when she comes across my social media feed that she's like, fucking touche. You know, touche. And that might sound fucking vengeful and I don't really give a shit because that's my truth. I use that like anger and that pain to drive me to be successful. I use that anger and that pain to drive me to go to the gym. I use that anger and that pain to drive me to post every fucking day, seven days a week I never missed. And I use that anger and that pain to get me to $10,000 a month. So the breakup that changed my life, it was, it what it did change my life. And at the time it literally felt like my world was falling apart. And it felt like I was in shambles and I felt like I was like shattered and I felt like I was like never going to make it through. And some of those nights in Bali where I was like alone by myself, crying, having like fucking panic attacks, feeling like I was going to die in a third world country. Like those were all very real moments. Absolutely heartbroken every night, just like feeling this like intense pain and this intense longing to like, and this almost like this like hope that Brittany was just gonna like message me out of nowhere and being like, come back to Australia. And I'm just like hanging on to this like thread of hope that it's gonna fucking work out. And then and then it ended up being the best thing in my life. Like that's what made me go all in on that set Ignatian. And who knows, like if I would've went to Australia and then she would've replied to me, maybe I wouldn't be here sitting in this fucking 6,500 square foot mansion with my Lamborghini outside, 20,000 square foot gym, my beautiful wife. And I think that sometimes when we're going through a hard time in life, we don't really, like we don't really get it. Like we don't really see it. All we just see is pain, but we don't know that on the other side of that pain is what is actually meant for us. You know, on the other side of that pain is what we're actually supposed to do with our life. And so, yeah, that breakup was, was very hard. And it was also the breakup that changed my life. So if you're going through a hard time right now, I want you to understand that like all of your pain is temporary and use whatever emotions you have available to you and channel those emotions to help you get success. And so for me, it was like this like anger and this frustration, this like, fuck you, like, why would you do this to me? Like I use that and I channel that so that I can be successful. So hopefully this video is valuable. Talk to you guys in the next one, peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you wanna learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at the real Brian Mark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.